0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. Helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. Before I update you on Carfagno Cleaning... ...and how I got caught red-handed, I need to share a lesson I learned in New York. It's called Get Your Chad. Chad is the owner of Elite Vacuum in Clifton Park, New York. I purchased two backpack vacuums from Chad over a six-year period and bought vacuum bags too. I used Chad's services for vacuum tune-ups. I partnered with this store to keep my machines running effectively... See, I wanted to avoid the curse of MDT. Do, 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 machine downtime, machine downtime. It's horrible, and you lose so much money when your machine stops functioning. And you don't have a backup. There's a tip there. I invested into Chad, and Chad invested into me. Because of my loyalty, I could even call Chad any I had a vacuum question, and he would help me think through it. If my machine needed quick service, I could stop by and Chad would drop what he was doing, throw the vacuum on the bench, and fix it for me right then and there. If I needed some spare parts, like a little plug or a wire, sometimes he would just give it to me for free, or just throw it on the bench and fix it. He was awesome. Whenever something cool came in, he might give me a call and say, Hey, Ken, I got this new piece. It might help you get faster. Okay, I'll be in, Chad. (laughs) I was just so thankful to have this working relationship with Chad that I taught it to the solo cleaners in my early days of coaching. Okay, you probably guessed where this is going. I moved away from New York, and I moved away from Chad. I never got a new Chad. It's dumb, but easily explained. I didn't want to grow another cleaning business in Pennsylvania. There, you have it. I've admitted that before. Plus... I bought a brand new RRR Mosquito Carbon Light Vacuum Backpack in April 2018 with 152 cubic feet per minute of airflow through a two inch to one and a half inch tapered flow tube and 105 inches of water suction from the vacuum cleaner. Oh, it's powerful. And it would last forever. Forever, 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 forever. Did you hear that echo? That's how long it was going to last. Okay, if you haven't guessed yet, you know now. Due to the nature of my work, house cleaning requires me to run my vacuum for an hour three times per day on house cleaning days. Not a lot of usage on that motor. So it does not tax the machine. When I clean offices with my kids, it's reversed. We clean five offices back to back, and I'm vacuuming most of the day. That machine runs for at least 8 hours on a Saturday. After cleaning the last vet hospital this past weekend, I noticed that the power switch stuck a bit. That's not a good sign. But I ignored it. (laughs) I also noticed it was very warm, and the wire was very warm. Now this triggered some memories. First of all, my wire has been hot after long use and especially the metal prong. Secondly, I remember past backpack power switches sticking a few times before they failed, could not be used, had to be taken apart to replace the switch before you could use it again. MDT, er, er, that's not a good thing. A power switch failure means, like I said, MDT and hello, Chad, except I didn't have Chad. I was nervous. But then forgot all about it because I wasn't cleaning for another five days and it was out of sight, out of mind. At my first home that next Thursday, the vacuum power switch stuck and it was warm. I ignored it. I remembered the vet from Saturday. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. At the second house, the switch stuck bad, and I almost lost power completely. The vacuum was intermittent on and off, stuck and unstuck. The wire, the switch, it was hot. I got done vacuuming. I said, uh-oh, I am close to MDT. So I frantically looked for my new Chad between house number two and house number three. I found one. His name is Clint from CJ Miller Vacuum out of Harleysville, Pennsylvania. Clint and I had a great conversation as I felt encouraged to visit their store with my vacuum. Here was the conversation Clint, help me! My vacuum cleaner's gonna blow up! Actually, it wasn't quite that bad. He's like, calm down, sir, calm down. And actually, it wasn't that bad at all, it was a normal conversation. But here's what he did. He encouraged me, yeah, just stop by the store. Especially, I'd love to see the vacuum because I told him what I had and he's like, I've never seen a mosquito carbon light, especially with that much power. I want to see it. He's kind of a vacuum nerd. He's been doing this since 1987. I said, I will come in. Absolutely. I was going to go do the third house, then stop in. But the more I thought about it, I had one more house to clean, two houses the next day, five offices over the weekend. I needed this machine. I was stuck without a backup i was stuck without a chad i was caught red-handed meaning i had a red hot machine and i was caught without backup i made a quick judgment call it was three o'clock in the afternoon i knew their store closed at six I called my third house client and said I needed to reschedule because my vacuum was going to blow up soon. I didn't think that was a very safe thing to bring into their home. <laughs> okay, that's a bit of an embellishment. I didn't say that. I just said that my vacuum cleaner was on the fritz and I needed to take it into the shop. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to use it for the rest of the weekend. She understood. I said that we could reschedule for Friday or the following Monday. No worries. So I got to the vacuum store about three forty-five, and i met clint so i had found my clint possibly and we talked for a few minutes he was really impressed with the machine i was trying not to be pushy but at the end like hey clint i know you got a lot of things going on if there's any chance at all you could get a look at this before you close maybe figure out what might be wrong with it i'd be very grateful because I don't have anything to use tomorrow for work or the weekend. He said, I'll see what I can do, Ken. And I left. My family and I, because I was done early from work that day, went on a family bike ride and had a great time. At 5.15, I get a call from Kevin. Now, Kevin was the technician, the vacuum repair guy at Clint's Vacuum Store. Hmm, this is an upgrade from Chad I love Chad. He was amazing. But there was no Kevin. There was no Kevin. It was just Chad. Are you telling me that I get a Chad? I mean a Clint and a Kevin? Oh, the possibilities here are endless. Kevin said to me, yeah, Clint gave me this machine, told me to take a look at it right away. I said, wow, thank you so much for doing that, Kevin. And then he started just going through what he found about the machine in detail Yeah, there's a couple things. The power switch is about to die. It's a good thing that you brought that in because had you used it more, it would have fried and you would have been out of a vacuum cleaner. So I replaced the switch. No big deal. I took a look at all the filters. The HEPA filter was definitely clogged. And I'm thinking, yeah, that could be from post-construction cleaning that I had done a few times in the past year. I took a look at the motor and the brushes and the armature. Everything else looks pretty good, so it's fixed. And I ordered the HEPA filter, so that should be in tomorrow. I said, it's fixed? Like, I could use it fixed? Kevin said, well, yeah, that's what fixed is. I said, really? I could come in and get it before you close? Yeah, come on in. We close at 6. This was 5.15. I got in there at 5.55. And was able to pick up my vacuum cleaner. They did me a solid. I was so appreciative to Clint. So many things about that company that I just liked. They were obviously fast. And they put me ahead of the line because I'm a cleaning company. I'm guessing and that helps their business. They want to partner with cleaning companies. We give them a lot of business. And I also liked that they were a Christian owned store. Which they had Bible verses on the wall. I really liked that. I felt better about them. I wanted to support them more. But, I mean, just the knowledge they had and how fast they got it done, I have found my Chad, and their names are Clint and Kevin. So let me get into some little bit more symptoms and some technical diagnostics stuff about the vacuum cleaner because this is some stuff I know. Kevin and I were talking about it, and I think it could be useful to you just to know some basics about vacuum cleaners. This would apply to any machine, but especially... A through air, like a straight air through style canister or backpack vacuum, where you've got air flowing from the top through a paper bag and then through a cloth bag and then through a HEPA filter. The motor is right there. That's what the source of the suction is. And then there's a filter or an exhaust port on the bottom. So it goes from top to bottom through different layers. So let's talk about that. Okay, let's go. Heat in the machine, which I was experiencing. Is a sure symptom of impending doom. Those are my words. Here are the more technical answers as Kevin and I talked. The hot wire and power switch are initial symptoms. The switch takes too much heat and starts to warp and stick. This is the second, more serious symptom. Kevin said that the switch would have failed very soon. Here's what could be happening I could be running too much amperage through a small wire. This would cause the wire to heat up and tax the machine. This would also cause the machine to fail and the wire to burn up. Kevin confirmed that my wire was the correct gauge, so that wasn't the issue. Kevin did replace my power switch and said that even though the machine was good, it wasn't a very high-quality component, the switch itself. And many times the switches are the first things to go because they do tend to cheap out there on the component. So he replaced that. The second possibility of why my vacuum was heating up at the switch or the wire is that it needed to be serviced and all the filters replaced. Fine dust particles can clog up the filters, making it harder to push the air through. This makes the machine work harder and overheats it. I used to replace all my filters with Chad every two years and obviously did nothing with this vacuum in three years. Kevin noticed, like I mentioned, that my main HEPA filter was getting pretty clogged with fine particles. I had used it a few times for post-construction, and I'll tell you what, that kills a filter. Heads up to all you cleaners out there. Use a backup vacuum or industrial machine for post-construction. Trust me. But as I mentioned, Kevin ordered me new filters and we got them replaced. The third option or reason why the vacuum was overheating at the switch is that maybe the motor itself was starting to go. The armature and the brushes in the motor could be going bad and this could cause the motor to have to work harder to get the same results. That causes overheating. And this is the worst case scenario too because overheating the motor and sending all that heat into the components, it would destroy the motor, it would seize up, and it would fry the other components. This would be either a brand new vacuum cleaner or replacing all the internal pieces, which could be as much as buying a new vacuum cleaner itself. So you just have to consider that. So you don't want that to happen, but it does happen. Matter of fact, in my past vacuum cleaners, the backpacks, They lasted twenty to 30,000 motor hours. In other words, I ran the vacuum for twenty to 30,000 hours. How did I calculate that? Well, I knew how many years I had it, how many approximate days of the week I was using it, how many approximate hours per day that I was using it on cleaning days. I just multiplied it, and I got a rough idea. But I knew this vacuum only had about 5,000 hours. Even though I've had it for three years, 5,000, 10,000 tops. So the motor itself wasn't a major suspect to me. And sure enough, Kevin did pull the motor out, examined it, and he told me the motor looked great. And again, I wasn't surprised. It was pretty new. Kevin did put my machine back together. And after we replaced the filters, this was my favorite part. He had this gauge for measuring suction in inches of water. And this is a standard unit for vacuum cleaners. And if you want, you can go check out my Instagram or Facebook for Smart Cleaning School, and you can see the video of Kevin doing a test on my Mosquito Carbon Light, and it tested at 105 inches of water, and that was the suction. Boy, it really sucked. He was like, wow, this is pretty good for what this motor's pushing out. And then we went into the protein vacuum that was in the store, and that registered 93 inches of water. So mine had more suction. So that one, the Pro Team, was brand new in the store, and mine had some new filters replaced, and it was cleaned out. So yeah, mine had some great suction. And now 93 is very good too. So the one they had in the store was a good machine, a very reliable machine, and lots of cleaning companies go for the Pro Team backpack vacuums. I personally love the Mosquito. So in the end... The crisis was averted. I was caught red-handed without a backup machine and without proper care and maintenance for the one that I'm using. Clint and Kevin rescued me. I got my new Chad. But better than that, I got my Clint and my Kevin. So thank you very much, Kevin and Clint at CJ Miller Vacuum, the link to the company, and also to Chad for Elite vacuum up in clifton park new york both of those links are in the show notes so let me just share what i'm doing next and this is a takeaway for me i'm buying a second mosquito carbon light as my backup unit i'm going to need it anyway as i start the process of building the equipment to delegate my office cleaning business and this one will serve as my backup unit It'll also insure me against machine downtime. That is so huge. And that wraps up the brunt of my week in Carfagno cleaning. I learned a valuable lesson that I needed to get my Clint. So I challenge you to make sure that you're getting your Chad or your Clint. Build a relationship with the vacuum store near you that you trust. You need someone that you can partner with. Because there will be a time when your vacuum is going to be close to failure or fail on the job. And that costs you time and time costs you money. And with that, we are wrapped up this update from my Carfagno Cleaning Business. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to check out many of the free and paid resources that are available at the Smart Cleaning School website. I put the link to that below as well. And if you have questions about vacuum cleaners or finding a good vacuum store, Or you just want to ask me some questions about cleaning in general, feel free to book a free coaching call on my website. It's right there on the homepage. And with that, I hope you have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.